what it do everybody and welcome back to another episode of the sSDD podcast i am your co-host patty daddy and this is <laughs> and this is lovely gentleman over here to your right is <laughs> your host sacramento garcia hey guys welcome back um as patrick mentioned before this is the sSDD podcast or the same shit different day um we've enjoyed uh having you guys listen on in and give us your feedback if you guys want to send us any questions and have it appear on the show patrick where can they send that to you can go to our twitter sssdd underscore podcast that's where it's at at sssdd underscore podcast and our instagram at sssdd underscore pod 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 Todd, <laughs> <laughs> and we hope in the future to um, be able to continue this uh, for you guys and create a, a great community for all of us. Um, and today we're tackling on a topic that has been around for a long time before we were born. Um, that it's affected a lot of people, um, and it's separated a lot of people. And the topic we have for today is racism. Mm. Um, we talked about on the previous pod that both you and I were different ethnicities. You were black and I was Mexican. So we've seen like... I wasn't black. I, still, I still, <laughs> you are. You are black. You are black and I am Mexican. Um, but we've faced two different sides of racism, but we've both felt the the racism, um, you know, upon us yeah. um, so I guess you know we'll just start it off easy um, you know what, what what have you had to deal with um, in your life I mean first of all I just want to say I'm mixed I am half black half white I'm blight not whack <laughs> just think about that is that you kind of sometimes get it from both sides yes, because that's you're not I... enough to be in and but you're like not enough to be out but it's like the one drop does it I, I, I've always heard that my whole life. There was one drop does it. I remember uh, once I was uh, taking a test and um, there was a, like, you know, where it says your ethnicity and stuff. And it said mm-hmm. my name and everything, my birthday and everything. And then uh, I was like, oh, I'm sorry, miss. This isn't my test. It says it belongs to a black student. I'm black and white. <laughs> and she's like, oh, no, baby. It's the one drop does it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, if you take... Um, some milk and you add a little chocolate syrup in it it's you gotta you gotta put on the ingredients it's like you gotta say it's chocolate milk even if it's one drop that's a great way to put it that's yeah. interesting but i have more than one drop <laughs> yeah it's pretty black <laughs> i mean when i saw you i'm like he doesn't look like one drop he looks at least 90 percent drop. there's a lot of there's a lot of chocolate syrup <laughs> um but um as far as like experience I, i've never experienced like a like the movie racism but like uh, a lot of like a uh, stereotype like a lot of um judgment i would say like like uh like when i was growing up uh and i was younger i probably went to like five different elementary schools um like my first school that i really went to was a uh, in third ward blackshire elementary i don't know if i can say that but uh <laughs> blackshire elementary shout out blackshire uh, and um it was a predominantly black um neighborhood and school so like when i would go there like although i was half black a lot of people they were just uh they'd be like 
oh, you you white. <laughs> right. Because they they they're going to they're going to spot out the difference. They're not going to spot out. That's why I, that's why I some I I definitely believe everybody a little racist. But like not like Hayden, like the hatred racism, you know, like not right. that part. Everybody's a little racist because they're gonna, they're still gonna spot out the differences. Like, right. uh, you know what I mean? What What's funny to me is that regardless of skin, um, gender, or, or whatever, we're still human beings. That, that's what we all classify as. We're human beings. So we should be able to treat each other with that respect that we live in this world together. Not Amen. against each other. We're not here to live against each other. We're here to live together. Amen. If you if you cut open my skin, it's gonna bleed just like yours. <laughs> exactly. You know you're a beaner. You should bleed beans. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is that the same thing as you. I'm too white to be classified as a full Mexican. They look at me and they automatically think, "Oh, that's a white man." Or some people say that's an Arabic man. Oh, you do look a little Arabic. <laughs> that's what people say to me. It's because sometimes when I don't keep up with my my hair or my beard does take you know a little crazy and it does look like salam alaikum <laughs> how you guys doing my brother my brother please please but it's it's it, i feel that that sometimes i i feel like i'm never too included into my my raza my community and mi raza, mi raza. <laughs> <laughs> and that's funny that we've shared that you know we felt like we're in the middle of it you mm-hmm. know and i think that it's where I resonate with you on that. <laughs> but where we, I, I'm sorry. Continue with so what you were beautiful. saying. <laughs> um, yeah, like uh, um, like I was mentioning before, like I I went to that the predominantly black school, and they were just like dreaming like I'm white. They're like, oh, this white kid. Um, I wasn't really like bullied by it. I guess like they just would mention mm-hmm. it, you know. Mm-hmm. And like oh yeah, and then um, and then the next school I went to was predominantly uh, Hispanic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also look, I can pass for everything. You ever heard of the term swirly? To be honest, you look like you can pass for anything. Like, I, like, like you can look like you, you have a little bit of Japanese in you. Oh, Kanishiwa. Kanishiwa. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think I, I, I need to do my ancestry tree or something. Yeah, I mean, that's true. What's it, what's it, what's it called, 23andMe, where you can find out, uh, like, what percentage you are? Yeah, 23andMe. 23andMe. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that's, not, that's not an ad plug-in, oh, but no, if you guys want to sponsor no. us, you know, we welcome it. <laughs> Scratch that, scratch that. <laughs> no, but like, uh, I need to do that because uh, my mom, she's told me like the history, uh, like, like uh, from like her dad's side. Mm-hmm. Oh, that reminds me, my 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 late uh, rest in peace, uh, grandpa on my mom's side, uh, was very racist, believe it or not, and like he would uh he would uh make us call like he would call us. It's um ooh, I don't I can't say that word. <laughs> but um his little glitz. Press, press the, <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say press the button over as soon as you put it. Like just oh, a yeah. uh, but uh yeah, um we we he would um he'd be he'd make us call him like white grandpa. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I don't remember him, it's vague in my memory, but I remember we would go to his little I think he had an R V and I remember him be like, uh, can I say the word nigglet? <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because oh yeah. Um yeah, he, he would that that's us. Um but yeah. 
<laughs> no, I mean it's it's it's, it's cut, funny cut, because cut, for real, um, <laughs> say it's like piglet, but not with. <laughs> we, we are an explicit podcast, and and it does show that in the beginning that this is an explicit podcast. So please please listen at your own will. Um, but it's funny that you say that because it. I always feel it does come from the older generation. Mm. Like the younger generation is more accepting of our communities, willing to come together and listen because everyone does have a story. Everyone has lived the life. That doesn't mean, you know, you should deny that from other people. And I feel like in older generations, it's always about respect this and respect that. And they never gave those people a chance. And so, you know, it's, 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 it's crazy seeing that, that it's, they've held that in for so long. And then when like they finally say it, you're like, I never knew that about you. I always pictured you as my grandpa loving me and things like that. Oh no. It's straight out, straight out the wound. He, we, we straight know. out the wound. Yeah. Okay. I, I think my mom wanted to low key, like, uh, like prove something like, mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not racist. <laughs> I promise. Cause she's very, she's, my mom is very white, but, um, she doesn't act it. Um, so your mom is white and your dad is black. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mentioned that. Just to go back, rewind. Um, probably like uh, two minutes into the show, I said, <laughs> my mom is white. And my dad I, I did not catch that, and I'm over here and just basically... I'm over here throwing all of it. I keep throwing. My mom is white. My mom is white. My mom is white. <laughs> and you're like not catching it. Uh, this funny is that I'm I'm full Mexican. Oh, well, both of my parents are from Mexico. Well, beaner. But my mom has whiter uh, pigmentation than my dad. Uh so spend a lot of time up north in the winter. I don't know. <laughs> Anywho, back on track to what you were saying. Well, well I'm sorry, we, I, I I cut you off again. It's okay. I like your time, Mark. Um, because uh, mostly in school, like the schools, like, and then the predominantly um, Hispanic school that I went to. Um, I I look pretty. I I guess I I could pass for Puerto Rican. Um, so I guess like people just they, they would come up to me speaking Spanish, and I'd be like, oh, mi español es muy mal. So, papi, porque no habla español? Yeah, so, um, but like, I, I can, I can adapt. I feel like that's why I feel like, uh, I feel like I can really adapt to no matter mm-hmm. what the scene is because mm-hmm. of my upbringing. Like, uh, mm-hmm. uh you can go to a, a golf too. club, country club, and you'll fit in just fine. Oh, probably not. You can go up to, uh, <laughs> you can go to downtown in the middle of the night, and you'll be fine. Oh. <laughs> okay now now you're you're proving my my statement wrong real real quick <laughs> but yeah um uh, i thought i could but as far as schools i guess um i can get along with, uh, with kids they're a little bit more understanding and like you mentioned before like uh adult like the older generations is really where you have problems with mm-hmm. more racism but it's 2023 guys wake up like yeah we're we, human the oh, well. human race we're a human race. Yeah, there we go. That's what we get. In school, for me, it, it was more my name than dealing with actual racism. Sacramento. Sacramento. And it's funny is that it actually came from teachers sometimes. Yeah. Not the racist teachers. Well, it's just we. No, it's not. It, I never felt it as racist towards my name. They were always just, they, they would say, what kind of person would name their kid? Uh, Sacramento. This is, this is straight her words. Because she was doing roll call and then she came to my name and then she's like, Sacramento? Who kind of person would name their kid Sacramento? And then I'm like, do I stand up after that? Like, 
Because that's embarrassing. No, I say present. <laughs> <laughs> and so I kind of just said, you know, fuck it. This is my name. I'm proud of it. Amen. But the thing is, when I did stand up, she's like, started laughing. She's like, what a funny name. Like, who kind of, who names their kid after a capital? She bullied you. Yeah, she was bullied. Like I said, I didn't feel that I was bullied, but it was like, you know, the the stuff that she was saying about my parents, like, you know, it was almost like saying that, you know, oh, of course it's the Mexicans that name their kids, you know, something crazy Shut like that. And I was just like, so I've, with, when it comes to school, that's how I've, I, I've dealt with racism really, but other than that, not much. But in real life is where my parents, I, I guess it's mostly my dad. My dad is very dark skinned. What's his name? <laughs> my dad's name is Sacramento Senior, <laughs> and I'm supposed to be no junior. Way. Yeah, I'm supposed to be junior. I'm a, I'm a junior as well. But they didn't give you junior. No, I have the junior. Is but, legally in your name junior? Yes, but um, t- I'm technically not a junior because my dad's name, uh, his middle name is spelled with two ends, and mine is spelled with one. Interesting. But on the birth certificate, he put his name was with one N as well. I don't know how that translates. Maybe there was a mix up in like the hospital when they were typing it out. But I know I'm a junior. The whole name except for the N is the same. But my legal, my legal name, my legal middle name is Miss. It has one N, and Mm -hmm. his legal middle name has two. Huh. So. Do you feel like, I mean, has your dad told you any stories of, you know, that he's experienced in his life with racism? About, about race? No. My dad just told me, um, <clears throat> you know, when he was younger, when he first came in here, he would always have trouble with, you know, people giving him jobs because, you know, he thought he was, a, you know, the term wetbag, beaner. Uh, was thrown a lot back then in the early 2000s. Very picking beaners. And so um, he would bring over his brothers um, from uh, Mexico as well. And they told me. His hermanos. Mis hermanos. (laughs) And so one time they were doing a job at an apartment complex. And one of the neighbors of the apartment complex just kept staring at them since since they first arrived. And then it was like around lunchtime or something like that. He decided to go have a word with them. And he was just saying just vulgar things like go back to your country. This is an old white man. Go back to your country. Um, You know, just absurd stuff, you know, beaner, you know, just like the, the the rudest things you could think for, you know, Hispanic people. A lot of people you've seen it like in videos and things like Mm -hmm. that. Um, My cousin was there and they couldn't understand English because they just barely got there. But the, you know, my cousins and all of us, we understood English good. Look at that. Um, I have a whole bunch of running notes that we could understand. So we were telling him what they were saying. And they were like, why is he so mad? Like, what, what, what's going on? And so the management You're still had to jobs. <laughs> and I'm so like, Matt, that's basically what they always said. But it's always the jobs that they never wanted to do in the first place. Period. That's why we had it. Um, have you ever heard? <laughs> Sorry. Have, ahead, you, ahead. have you ever heard that uh, slavery would have lasted so <laughs> Oh, it said slavery. They said if Mexicans were involved in the slavery, (laughs) it wouldn't have lasted 400 years. It would have been three summers. (laughs) They would have knocked out that cotton field. That was great. (laughs) And for cheap. You see how we work in strawberry fields? (laughs) 
<laughs> but um, management had to get involved. Mm-hmm. They had to send the guy back to his uh, apartment. And, you know, uh, we finished the job and left. And it was just another day that we couldn't get anything done. Um, you know, for us, you know, we of course, we had to get the job done and everything like that. And then they just expected us to leave. It was never really they had our backs or anything like that. They were just like trying to de-escalate the situation and that was it. Because at the end of the day, they're going to be like, he lives there. Yeah. So we got to respect him. Exactly. And yeah, that sucks. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's usually, it's, it's usually old white men. It usually is. And yeah. I mean, I don't want to sound Real like first. we're flipping the book on yeah. to them, but if it's only coming from one certain ethnicity, what do you want us to do about that? Because that's exactly how you're picturing us. It's always that certain ethnicity. It's always that certain group of people. Dang, are we? Are we, we're being racist? We're racist. Guys. I mean, there's only one way to fight uh, fight it, and I don't think it is with racism. I think it is with kindness because that just angers them even more. What's Selena Gomez say? Kill him with kindness. Kill him with kindness. Yes. All right, guys. Yeah. Um. My uh, like elementary school. Uh. Like I went to five different schools, like I mentioned before, and um, it was I went to a predominantly black school, uh, Hispanic school, and then I went to a predominantly white school. And at the predominantly white school, they were like basically the opposite of the black school. They'd treat me like, oh, it was like, oh, his hair's not straight; it's curly. He's black. Like, oh wow, yeah, like, like straight up with it. Well, well, not like that. Like there is just. One of those things, like they wouldn't consider me white, and I mean, like, fair enough, I'm not just white. But... So it was kind of more like of an outcast. No, I made friends really easily. I'm a funny guy, <laughs> but uh, it's just a, it's just better. And kids, they're uh, they're easily influenced by like their parents, especially when you're in school. So if their parents are racist, you'll definitely see mm-hmm. that through through their actions, but um, through like. Mostly because you spend more time, like, at school, I guess, or half your time, at least, the majority of your time, at least, at school. Like, you're going to start to learn to live with that versus, like, what you're used to at home. Yeah, like, they think that's okay yeah. because it's coming from their parents. Yeah. Or I'm actually saying quite the opposite. I'm saying, like, even though they learn from their parents, like, about racism and stuff, like, uh, when they go to school, their teachers teach them the complete opposite because... There's other kids at the school, so they want to promote like. You know, oh, really I see what you're saying. And no, uh, okay. and no, uh, yeah, like the anti-bullying stuff, and like we're all the we're all human beings. No, I think I just saw a TikTok of that of that old um, character Static. What's that Static guy? Static Shock. You remember that TV show? He was like uh, he had elect- electricity as a power. The Jamie Foxx? No. Oh, it's like it was an old cartoon. It was a black character. His name was Static Shock. And um he had a white friend and he wanted to go hang out into his house and have a sleepover for the longest time. And the white friend was hesitant. One night they finally got over and they hung out and they were gonna have dinner. The guy's dad came home and you could see that his, oh, sorry. You could see how his friend changed his face. Like kind of like he was scared to show him to his dad. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, 
his dad was actually racist. That's why he yeah, never no. wanted his friend to come over because he was embarrassed of his uh, of his you know family. Yeah. So that's what you're saying, right? No matter yeah. if they are, you know, like like, and that's what I feel like. Um, that relates me to like my mom's story. Like her dad was very racist, and that's the household that she grew up with. But she just loved chocolate, so that's how <laughs> that's how I came about, and my and my siblings came about um, <laughs> because. Uh, he like once you go black, Sorry. he can't go back. Um, and um, she's—I guess she's like very anti-racist. Like uh, sometimes she'll even go in um above and beyond and be like, uh, "Are you looking at me because my children are half black?" Like, uh, no, mama. <laughs> she's just trying to buy her grapes at the grocery store. <laughs> like, yes, the lady look a little racist, but uh, she's she just trying to buy grapes. <laughs> Out, she she. Uh, I feel like she um tries to defend us a lot. Um, and sometimes maybe, you kind of have to in yeah, this world. Maybe she got yeah. used to it because um of the neighborhood she used to grow up in. Maybe she dealt with a lot of um racism, but uh she never really shares those stories except for the ones that I experienced. But I, I did you ever tell her what happened to you at school? I, I don't think I. Oh well. I lived with my dad for the 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 five schools that I went. To. I was um, back and forth between my mom and my dad, but like, um, I really had a. It's not really. I wouldn't call it racism, honestly. It was just like, what's the word? I can't think of it. It's not racism. It's um, this discrimination. Discrimination, but not, but not even like not even like a full on discrimination. It's like a. What's that called? Like a mild. Like I would, because people have gone through so much worse. So like I, I'm a firm believer of like people. Yes, gone through we, we have so much. We worse. have seen it go pretty like bad. I I yeah. will agree with that. Like I've I, I've seen it and I I've stood up for it as well. Like that that isn't right. You can't be doing that. And you know our stories. Like I hope it doesn't you know offend anyone. Like oh that's not what it feels like and things like that. We honestly. We know what it, it is because our parents lived through it. I'm pretty sure your dad has lived through it. My dad has lived through it. And they kind of like, we've seen how bad it is. And, we, you know, we know that we got to stand up for each other and help each other. And I think, you know, that's what it showed us now in our mentality is that we can come together and not fight each other. But um, did they ever teach you that at the schools? <laughs> about about um, coming unity. together? Yeah, unity. Unity. Unity, Unity is always it's everywhere. Like uh, they want, they want, they want us to be a great big happy family because we're all human at the end of the day. And um, even in like even when I went to middle school, is when it was like more diverse. Believe it or not, I moved out to. I, that's when I moved with my mom. Actually, I moved with my mom, and she uh, she lived in. Southwest A Leaf, Texas, the mm-hmm. Swats. I used to, I went to AMS, A Leaf Middle School. And that's probably the most diverse school I've ever went to because that's probably the first time I really um, experienced like uh, the Asian ethnicities, like the Vietnamese, the Philippines. I wouldn't even, Philippine, is that um, Pacific Island? <laughs> I don't know. It's, all, it's, 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 it's part it's of it. It's pretty Asian. So. Sorry, guys. We're, we're I think it's in school. We are, um geography is not that good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I... <laughs> Wait, because 
no, I was really good at school. But, uh, but um, like, I never really experienced the Asian culture. I wouldn't say I was racist, racist towards them. I was very... I had a lot of Asian friends. I had, yeah, my best friend, actually, in middle school. Um, his name was Sean Vo. Sean. Shout out to Sean. Shout out Sean Vo. I believe my best friend in middle school. Um and he was very Asian. We were, and his his brother, his brother, um, his name was Patrick Vo. <laughs> I think that's what I was. Because my name is Patrick too. So that's how you guys yeah. got the connection. No, no, no. I, I met Sean first. Like that, oh, that's okay. my boy. Um, that's my boy. <laughs> but I don't, I don't really know. Yeah, no. I'm pretty sure he's doing like something with jewelry. Oh, you think so? Yeah, nice. he, he's real. He's real big into the jewelry. Vo, I don't know what his uh. What his handle is, but I wish I could shout you out, Sean. Go look up Sean Vo. Go get you some uh, some jewelry. Some jewelry. Some jewelry. I <laughs> and um, I mean, and 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 part of the like, and I know Asians get a lot of race, race, race. Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, if we think about it in the bigger picture, um, I feel like white people just thought they were superior. Superior. If we think about the Nazis, they thought they were superior. The Aryan but race. all of, you know, just like the, you know, Asians, Blacks, Hispanics, um, you know, a lot of the countries that have been here the longest, you know, the literally. Longest. And, you know, you look back, you know, all the, the ruins that these, these three ethnicities had, like, you know, we were the big part of the world and, you know, some lighter skinned people thought that they were better than us because of how much we've already done. Mm. So they took it upon themselves to kind of control us. And, you know, we can't go back to what happened in the world, but uh, we should learn from it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's taken time up to now, 2023, to to kind of have a closer unity. But I still think we're so Yeah, diverse. we're not there yet. I'd say... 100 more years and uh, and still won't be completely there. Uh, You know what bothers me is Congress has uh, the Republican and the the Democratic and we're called the United States. You know, how how do you call ourselves the United States if we're already separated and where it matters the most? Where we have conversations of what our future looks like. And beliefs and everything. Like that's that. Like we're two-sided. Yeah, we're two, we're, we're literally separated at where our definition lies at. We're we're in two parties. And then even then there's still third parties and four parties outside of Congress that don't have enough money to make it in there. Lobbyists, liberalists. You know, you never see those people when they're up, you know, voting. Um they never make it to the They to never the- make it. They don't have enough money. And it's 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 crazy that, you know, we're called the United States, but to to be that there's a lot of people here um you know i always encourage that i admire that i have a lot of people from um samoa or tonga that are good friends of mine i have people that i've known from you know nigeria senegal i've i've met people from all the way to to you know brazil um and that's where you know my wife's family is at and over there you literally have Japanese Brazilians. You have darker than mo- more most average Brazilians there, and then you also have white ginger Brazilians there. Like it's, 
it's funny because Brazil in, in the beginning is where a lot of the slave ships would go. Yep. And so that the fact that they have a lot of uh, ethnicity there, you know, it just it shows you. It goes to show. It goes to show. And that's, that's, I never really, um, when I, when I think of Brazil, I think of like the little, the tan Hispanic slash Portuguese people. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that a lot of slave ships came from there. So there's a lot of African backgrounds. And then I don't know exactly how the Japanese culture, my wife, I think she has a better understanding of how that came to be. But there's a lot of Japanese culture in uh, Brazil. There's a Brazilian shirt uh, from Corinthians, I think the Brazilian team. And it has their jersey, their their soccer jersey has Japanese writing going down. I think that's very nice. That is pretty cool. One thing I uh, speaking speaking of soccer or football, you love. Soccer. I've, I've seen. I love it. I've seen a lot of racism in that. There was this one game. It was I think it was Barcelona was playing, and their Brazilian right back Dani Alves was taking a corner, and the fans were you know, the the opposing team's fans were there. And they threw a banana at him. Racist. So one of the things that they would do to uh, predominantly African players is that throw bananas, calling them monkeys and, and things like that. And what do you racist. think he did? What do you think that right back did when he that banana was thrown at him? I, um, either A, shrugged it off. and uh, He picked that banana up it, it and ate it. And what do you think happened after that? Slipped on the banana peel. Like no, bro. <laughs> he threw in an amazing cross and they scored. Hey yo, so that's like the best thing on how to fight racism. It doesn't let it affect him, and he went on and he assisted us a, a, a goal. Like he, and then I believe after the game they talked to him about that. He's like, "Hey, uh, what was your you know actions be behind the banana?" He's like, "Well, I saw it, I ate it. Uh, <laughs> it didn't give me any cramps, so thank you for the <laughs> potassium." And so that just angered them even more, you know. It just like show them that you your words can never hurt me, you know. Sticks and stones, sticks and stones, my boy. Sticks, stones, and bananas. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing can hurt me, buddy. It's it's so sad because I've seen it a lot, and surprisingly, it comes a lot from the Italian league. Think about your past again. How the Nazis were working with the Italians. Italians are very racist people, man. Like they, I've seen so many stories where. They, the, a lot of the black people that were playing there, specifically Mario Bonatelli, he, he's um, Italian uh, with African descent. Mm. And they would just always like just shout like, like such racist comments. At him. Yeah. And just making monkey chants at him. Just like, like sometimes they would come from their own fans. Like, mm. that's like, like I'm playing for your team. Like, I'm representing you, and this is how you're representing. You know, it's like racism within the family, like what I was mentioning. Like, uh, we're literally blood. Like our blood connects somehow, and you're still being racist. You're on the same team. We're fighting for the same fight. I'm hoping that with the newer generation coming in, the willingness to more accept people, and that those people are going into positions of in Congress. I believe this lady just said that um, when she goes into it, that they're going to start instilling or they're hoping to instill um, terms because there's no reason an 82-year-old person should still be in Congress 
when you don't think that that person is mentally strong enough, they're, they have a whole bunch of mouth, uh, health issues. They're taking a whole bunch of money and they're not looking out for the future anymore. They're kind of looking out for themselves at that point because they know they're going to die. Yeah, because they, they already have a, a certain bias too because they grew up in a certain generation in a certain time where certain things were okay mm-hmm. and like uh, normalized, not okay, but normalized by his, the previous generation. So he's, he's, he or she is probably used to being racist without, right. even, without even like subconscious. Like Did you that. know that the Pentagon has more than your average bathrooms? Because when they were building it, it was uh, they had to have oh, separate, separate um, drinking that. fountains. God, uh, so the Pentagon has a shit ton of bathrooms. Nobody, no lines. No, no lines. lines. <laughs> they should they should host games at the Pentagon. <laughs> hey, dog, we'll see. But honestly, I think a lot of things have to change within our world. Um, and it is changing, and I think it Holy. does start with the younger generation. Amen. Because if, if we don't, honestly, if we don't and come together as human beings, I don't think we're ever going to be able to last in this world with it already dying. I mean, we know? can go to Mars. I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't think they're going to want to take us. So no, They're not going to take us. They're only the white people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Only the white people. The, the, the strongest people. Only the the blonde hair, blue eyed, blue dragon. You can come too. What is? What else did you have on your bullet points? Was it? I honestly, I think that's that's all I had for myself as well. Like I said we didn't have too much uh, that's happened to ourselves, but we're people that like to listen and hear the stories that have come before us. Like for for instance, my father has told me a couple of things that have happened to him. I think maybe if you ask your dad, I think he might have something for you. Maybe something wow. that he's hiding from you that he's he's choosing to become, you know, uh, to show that he's strong from it. But honestly, I always think showing these emotions always shows you how strong you are. Yeah. Hiding your emotions shows you how weak you are. Uh, you know, I think being but, but older. A, but like, um, he's also older. So, you know, how older men are like, he's like oh, yeah. in his 50s. It took me a while. Just I, I think still with my dad, I think he's still hiding a lot of things. I believe it. I, and I believe it for my dad too. But like, I'm sure if I asked him about it, he'd, he'd open up. But like, why? See, I mean, <laughs> he know he probably is hiding or not. Hiding, I shouldn't use the word hiding. He's probably keeping it to himself is because no one asked him about it. Yeah. You know, maybe he's he, waiting for me to ask him. Maybe, maybe you know. Maybe. And so, like I said, we, we know that there's there's been a lot of hardship out there, and if you guys know want to reach out to us uh, again and talk to us there and let us know your stories about this topic, of course you can. Um, we're on Twitter at ssdd underscore podcast or on Instagram. What's the Instagram, Patrick? At ssdd underscore pod. That's right. ssdd underscore pod. And you guys can catch us every Monday. Um, and you know we'll be here for you guys if you and and we're going to come together i think that's what we're trying to build here is a community um to kind of just have a same shit different day kind of a vibe kind of vibe <laughs> same stuff different day all right i've been your host sacramento and your co-host patty daddy we'll catch you next time adios <laughs>